This is The Playbook. Dave Meltzer with Entrepreneurs The Playbook, and I have Jagger McConnell here. He's the CEO of one of my favorite companies, Crunchbase. And Jagger, welcome to The Playbook. Awesome. Great to be here. So the reason it's one of my favorite companies is that I teach people, no matter what profession, industry, career, or job they're in, to prospect. Um, And it's different than what most people think because I think prospecting, number one, is the most valuable of all skill sets. And the reason is, is that if you don't stimulate interest, you're dead. That's right. Right? You have to be able to stimulate interest. So you have so much experience in prospecting. Your business is the leader in the space of being able to build a business. There's so many things, variables involved. What are some of the key aspects that you've learned in prospecting that you've now utilized with technology to support and lead the way in what I consider to be the most valuable thing in business? Absolutely. So one of the biggest things is- Or dating, by the way. (laughs) Both apply. Is when is the right time to prospect or hit on someone, I guess. Yeah. The, the, the prospecting side, you need to know what's happening in the company, right? If the company just did layoffs, maybe not a good time to try to go and sell them recruiting software, right? So how do you know what's happening in the company? Do they have money? Is there interest in what you're doing? Are they searching the web for the technology that you're selling? All those things are parts of prospecting and all of those things are things that Crunchbase focuses on to make sure that we know what's happening with the company so our prospectors know the right time to connect. And Jagger, what you're talking about, all the different variables, and you only named a few that makes you the leader in the space and allows you to have such a distinct value proposition to the market. One of the things when I'm reading down all the things that your company's been able to do, I'm thinking we're so aligned because the one thing I teach people is before anything else, you have to have an open mind. Yeah. So if I find a prospect, yep. girl, company, <laughs> whatever it may be, yep. and they have a closed mind at that time, because like you said, at that time, what's their financial position? At that time, right. what else is going on in the world? At that time, you know, are they dating someone else? Yep. Right? So you're actually creating a technological way to find out, does someone have an open mind at this time? Then I can move through all the other values that the prospecting and crunch base deals with. What are some of the things that people do and competitors of yours do to not find the open mind, to just break it? Yeah, so often, like our competitors, they'll give you a list of email addresses. Here are all the chief marketing officers in San Francisco, good luck. Right. And, and, then the, and then the salesperson and the prospector will go and mass email all of them, and they hope for like a 1% or less return rate. That's terrible, right? It's not a precise message. It's just, it's, it's pray and spray, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's what we do differently, is we go and synthesize all these different data sets, move it into one single thing that you can look at as a salesperson using our tool, and say, okay, these are the companies I need to pay attention to. These match who I ideally sell to. That's what matters right now. So that, when our competitors think about like I'm gonna give you as many contacts as I can, that's just wasting your time, right? Like how do you get those Glenn and Ross leads, you know? Uh, that's the hard one. And one of the other advantages of using Crunchbase, which, you know, I speak to a lot of sales forces, I do a sure. lot of sales kickoff meetings, I yeah. do a lot of these, and I promote Crunchbase because I promote a community of two things. Sponsors empower sponsors. Mm-hmm. So not only do we know these 
avatars, but even more importantly, by utilizing the data that you give and the criteria that you can utilize in order to effectuate, you also can figure out, number one, not only is this someone that can help me, right. but something that's so valuable today because of social media and community is, do you know someone that can help me? So for example, I know what your criteria is, but I also know who you know. So if I come to you and say, hey Jagger, you know, do you know anyone that can help me? I'm looking for someone that does this. I may already know you know. Right. <laughs> but I now have created an organic, authentic situation where you now can make an investment in me and feel good about yourself. I say, Dave, actually, I, I know the CEO, CEO of this company. Yep. Was, and now I got a double value out of Crunchbase. Exactly right. That relationship is super important. And also just the fact that you seem to know their pain that they have, right? Like that, unlocking that is super important. So with Crunchbase, again, you're able to do things like intent. So I can say, look, this company is searching for, let's say, CRM systems. Isn't it amazing if you call up and say, hey, you know, I don't know if you're thinking about it right now, but like I've got something that could help you with CRM. And you're like, oh, I was just searching for that this morning. That felt like magic. What a coincidence. And that connection can bond you. So they'll make the recommendations up the chain. Once again, though, utilizing the dependent variable of time. Right. That's that right. open mind. Yeah. And even beyond that, a searching or seeking open mind is even a greater statistical success to what you want. And then I utilize a template just to help people as well um, with Crunchbase is call someone that you know has been searching for and say, yeah. hey, what are you guys doing today for your CRM? Yep. What do you like about it? Totally. What don't you like about it? And then I say, hey, would it help you if I was able to do this? Right. Now you're so aligned yeah. and you quantify the value without selling. Yep. I've just asked questions and I have a higher statistical success because I already know you were searching for it. Exactly. And now I know emotional attachment. And then I also can even go deeper through the conversation with Crunchbase to find out the spheres of influence and more opportunities from that one opportunity. 100%. Yeah, knowing everything or as much as you can, but still you coming in and, and listening and hearing what they have to say and then being able to direct the conversation a little bit because you know everything you know about the company where it's at, like it, it's a great combination. Whereas if you if you waste your time because you don't know things about the company, you just hope to have those sort of broad conversations, you can also go down a lot of rat holes. So it's that combination I think we, we play very well in. And can you use Crunchbase as well for competitive information? Sure. To know people that are searching for competitors, for example, to understand that they may be looking for your strength or your weakness yeah. and come prepared to go ahead and provide an articulation of quantitative value to make sure that you're at least making yourself equal before you make yourself different. Even better than that, you can, yes, you can absolutely do that. I can also go and say, who bought my competitor product a year ago? So they're probably up for renewal. So now I can go and say, hey, how is it going with our competitor? I know you're a customer, not like if you're happy, I'm happy, you're happy, but if you have any trouble, like let me hear about the story, you know? And even, and that's where that template that I use, you know, even if they are happy, by yeah. asking them what they like, yeah. allows them to go ahead and get the defenses down. Yeah. And then if you can ask, you know, anything you don't like about it, now you've given an opportunity to say, hey, we do that same thing that you like, yeah. but we also can address what you don't like. Does that sound fair? Can you see any reason we won't want to have a further conversation to see how we could resolve that? Absolutely. Statistically, huge. again, what other subtleties, you know, 
at its core, I think a lot of people see Crunchbase and they get it. Yeah. And sometimes that can be a detriment to a company. <laughs> For when, sure. Right? Yeah. When they're like, I get it, I get it. Yeah. But they're missing the subtle values and the subtle capabilities that really can make a huge difference in the performance and the statistical success, especially in prospecting, selling, closing, et cetera. What are some of the more subtle things about Crunchbase that you see from your vantage yeah. point that have really provided quantifiable value to your customers? Yeah, people don't realize that how much we're, and it sounds a little creepy, but it's true, we're, we're watching what you're doing on Crunchbase and we're learning from you. Um, and the more we learn from you, the more we're able to make better recommendations. So we're going to look at everything that we see you care about and go and give you better recommendations and better insights into those companies. That's a lot what a lot of people don't know. It's a lot, I, I made the comparison to Spotify a lot. The more you listen to Spotify, the better the recommendations of the songs that you've never heard before. Exactly the same scenario with Crunchbase. Um, the more input we have, the more intelligence we have about you and what you care about, the better job we're going to do to give you at least that list for you to say, okay, these are the right companies at the right time. Now we need to go and have those open-ended conversations to see if they're interested. And how do you decide which data points are aligned? Does Crunchbase help me say, like you said, better than that, Dave, we're looking at the competitor whose subscriptions yeah. are up in a year. How do you help the customer understand, because you have so many great data points, sure. how to prioritize the data points? Yeah, we do a lot of that behind the scenes. So we're looking at everything, and there's no way a human could even understand. So we'll have salespeople who don't realize that websites that have website traffic growing 10% month over month, you actually are most successful with those companies. You don't know it because you've never looked at that data set before, but we do. So that's why we're, we're able to look at literally hundreds of these different data points to figure out what's the right combination for you. Which ones are you engaging with the most? Oh, you didn't realize that they had this tech stack item and, you're, and you always are reaching out to those folks because you have traction there. We learn from that. Um, so it depends on the company, but it's a wide range of data. And what I've also found with Crunchbase is that specifically in my industry, specifically to my solution, yep. very, very powerful, very, very valuable. But what's really valuable to me with Crunchbase is the cross industry commonalities mm. that you're learning that are literally, I mean, it's hard enough to know within my own industry, <laughs> yeah. like you mentioned, yeah. but it's so important to say, look, this size company, for example, yep. or this region, yep. right? There's different criteria that you are able and capable of seeing 100%. that can change my entire business when you say, Dave, did you know that you know every company from 10 million to 15 million, this is their critical business issue right now? Right. And it's actually exactly what you're selling. Yep. And that's what Crunchbase can do. What are some of those cross-industry data points that you have seen to be extremely valuable as well? Yeah, that's like we have a partner uh, called Bombora that goes and figures out what are people Google searching. Um, of like nothing to do with Crunchbase at all. Right. But they know what that company is searching for. So that can be a, let's say you're an HR software provider. Like, doesn't matter what industry it is in, like maybe there was some news article or some right. podcast that some was happening in Europe. issue, recruitment issue, quiet, and everyone qu quiet quitting, right? right. Now, issues like that. Now you, you like Crunchbase will alert you to that and you can lean in and say, great, this is an opportunity for me in that region to go and pursue. I'm going to ask you a question. Maybe or maybe someone's never asked you. <laughs> Let's go. But do you guys use Crunchbase yourself? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, 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 
we used to say eat your own dog food. Now it's uh, <laughs> drink your own champagne. Is, uh, yeah, is the nice. internal internal phrase. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd say drink your own Jaeger. That's, but that's, no, that's, yeah. that's the next level past champagne. Right. We, we, we can agree to disagree on the, when your name is Jagger. Yeah, you know, fair. you probably stay away from Jaeger. <laughs> um, what's next in this space, right? So yeah. one of the other issues that data companies have uh, is that there's an enormous amount of opportunity options, yeah, even touches right. a favor. How are you prioritizing the trajectory of the company, what to look at or what to do in the future? Yeah, it's a great question. So we have about 80 million people using Crunchbase that's today. That's it? Yeah, I know, it's <laughs> embarrassing. So we obviously want that number to go up, but that's a channel for us. Um, and when the channel, uh, when the challenges in the channel is, when you get to a certain point of prospecting, you go somewhere else. I've got my list, I'm going to go somewhere else. We really don't want you to do that, right? We want to keep on the platform. We're going to own the customer. So we're going to keep pushing deeper there on the productivity tools of how do you engage with them, are the opportunities, where are you, where are you going with this opportunity, and, and, and did it close, did it not? So what you start finding is we'll be a, a CRM for a certain type of user who wants to go and, 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 and work that deal a little bit further, and that gives us, again, more insights. If I know what deals you're closing, I'm going to do a much better job figuring out which next company you should talk to. So really completing that loop. And because we have those 80 million people using Crunchbase, I don't need to spend a lot of money on a sales team to go find more. I, they can work on the big deals, but on those low-end deals, they just flow in, self-service, and really tap into that market that I think is kind of neglected because no one can sell to them. It's just too expensive. One of the difficulties, and I've been blessed to be in a hyper-growth yeah. company myself, it, which fortunately and unfortunately is my own brand, right. is that there's too much opportunity. Yep. And so now within the context of the data that we get from Crunchbase, is there tools that allow me to prioritize within the data when there's a situation which is occurring in this hyper growth period mm. that some people just have too much opportunity yeah. and then within the same data set, being able to prioritize the data set that they're getting from you. Yeah, there's things like what we call the growth score and trend scores, and those help influence where you should spend your time and prioritize. Um, so, yeah, you might have a million companies that would be great opportunities for you. Which one do you talk to? And that's when the, the when is the right time, how, uh, that growth score and trend score can help signal that to you in Crunchbase. And how is social media impacting the criteria? So obviously it started with the web-based side, yeah. right? And as we move from even social into web three, which is going to be blockchain, yep. I think more directed and protected, um, how has the social media data influenced what used to be the traditional SEO-based criteria. Sure, I mean, that, that growth score doesn't just look at what's happening on Crunchbase, right? So one of the components is, is this person active in social? Are they posting a lot? Are there people interacting with the, the, those accounts? If yes, that's a good sign. If it's dead and no one's interacting and no one cares, no one follows, they're not a company you should probably pay attention to. So that absolutely influences uh, part of the growth score that we track. And if I was going to say, you're prospecting a, a mid-sized business, for okay. example. You know, what does that elevator pitch sound like uh, for why today? You know, I'm fine. Yeah. You know, I buy my lists. We get a one <laughs> percent conversion. Right. But there's an ROI. There's a vending machine component for some people. They just have a solution that, you know, is easy to, to go ahead and email blast. Sure. And pray. Right. But they still have an ROI there. There's some companies like that. Yeah. How, how do you explain to them that, hey, that's terrific, imagine what you would get. What does that sound like for your company? Yeah, I mean, in, in, in 
you're right. It works for a bunch of companies today. Like that, that's awesome. But there's something around efficiency. Can we go and find the right person at the right time and help your team be more efficient? Like, do you really want to hire a team that handles spray and spray? Like, wouldn't it be better if the leads that they were getting were almost pre-qualified in a lot of ways because of what's happening in those companies? And all those tools, every single one of them you can think of, has no idea what's happening in the company. So if you're an account-based selling model, if that's how you do your business, you got to be talking to Crunchbase because we're the only ones that knows what's happening at those companies. At that time, I always that's tell right. people, the dependent variable of all matter subjective and objective matter, which is completely important when yeah. you're selling. People forget about time. Yep. <laughs> Does Do they have an open mind at this time? Because it takes a minimum of a thousand times the energy, money, resources, yeah. to re-engineer a closed mind than it does to sell or prospect an open mind. If you have an open mind and you want to sell to open minds, you've got to check out Crunchbase. I promise you the ROI, the quantitative value, is unseen anywhere else. That's why I wanted to have Jagger on here. He is the champagne, I'm the Jaeger <laughs> of this interview. Thanks for joining me. That's awesome, man. CEO of Crunchbase. <laughs> this is David Meltzer with Entrepreneurs, The Playbook. <laughs>